Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 612, for Saturday, May 23rd, 2020. This is the BGG Pageviews edition, and it is an open-air edition, because I have a window open. Re-entering at number 20, The King's Dilemma, by Lorenzo Silva and Hjalmar Hack, published by Horrible Games, with 10,721. That is 1,600 more than last week's number 20. Tumbling five spots from 14 to 19, Root by Cole Weirley, published by Leader Games with 11,498. 777 more than The King's Dilemma and a decline of only 19 views, or 0.2%, and yet a drop of five positions. So last week I said that the page view totals up and down the list were lower. So they've basically rebounded. It's not that this week is higher. It's still just a reflection of last week being lower. Down one spot from 17 to 18, Brass Birmingham by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 12,034. 536 more than Root, a gain of 19%, but it loses one position. Also down one spot from 16 to 17, Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 12,308, 274 more than Brass, and a gain of 13%. So Brass made up about 500 views on Scythe. They both moved down one step in lockstep. Sliding out of the top 10 after a week back in there from 10 to 16, The Crew, by Thomas Singh, published by Cosmos, with 12,635, 327 more than Scythe, and a decline of 10%. Entering at number 15, Maharaja, by Wolfgang Kramer and Mikal Kiesling, published by Cranio Creations, with 13,222, 587 more than The Crew. Down three spots from 11 to 14, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 13,636, 414 more than Maharaja, and a decline of less than 2%. After three weeks back in the top 10, sliding from 9 to 13, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 14,051 views, 415 more than Everdell, and a decline of 7.5%. Entering at number 12, My City, by Reiner Knizia, published by Cosmos, with 14,248, 197 more than Marvel Champions. And after a five-week run back in the top 10, going from 8 to 11, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 14,845, 597, more than My City, and a decline of 8%. There are four new entries in the top 10, all of them debuts. The four falling out are from 8 to 11, Spirit Island, from 9 to 13, Marvel Champions, from 10 to 16, The Crew, and from 2 to 85, Tiny Forming Mars. 
tumbling from four down to number ten, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 15,362. 517 more than Spirit Island, a decline of 28%, but still 1,300 more than last week's number 10. Backing off two spots from 7 to 9, Nemesis by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 16,221, 859 more than Wingspan, and a decline of 3.5%. The first of our four debuts is at number eight, Under Falling Skies, by Tomas Ullier, with 16,498, 277 more than Nemesis, and a gain of 106%. Two weeks ago, it was number 11. That was the week of the Solitaire Games invading the list. Last week, it fell back to number 25, so it's a 17-position gain up to number eight. The subtitle of Under Falling Skies is A Nine-Card Print-and-Play Game. And as for why it is appearing here now, it is because Stronghold has picked it up, and so there's been some attention there. In fact, uh, the Stronghold version, uh, the cover has been posted and is on, has been on the hotness here in the last week. The second debut is at number seven, Cartographers by Jordi Allen, published by Thunderworks Games, with 17,101. 603 more than Under Falling Skies, and a gain of 226%. The subtitle of Cartographers is A Role Player's Tale, because it is a roll-and-write game set in the same universe as Role Player. That's Role spelled R-O-L-L. That was published in 2016 and is currently ranked number 201 on Board Game Geek. Cartographers was a nominee for the Golden Geek for both solo and family game and is now a nominee for the Kenner Spiel des Jahres. At number six for the second week in a row, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 17,647. 546 more than cartographers, a decline of 1.3%. At number 5 for the second week in a row, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 18,099. 452 more than Terraforming Mars, a decline of 4.5%. This is the 13th consecutive week, that Arkham Horror, the card game, has been in positions 4 through 6, 4, 5, or 6 each of those 13 weeks. That is three solid months in the middle of the top 10. Last week's number 1 slides back three spots to number 4, Hell, that's with one L, by David Rakoto, published by Mythic Games with 24,138, 6,000, more than Arkham Horror, the card game, but a big decline of 43%. The Kickstarter for Hell has just a couple days to go, and it's up over $1.5 million pledged. But a big gap between number four and number five. In fact, the largest gap between two positions we have seen prior to this on the list this week is was 859 between number nine and number 10, So 6,000, I mean, that's the gap from number 6 
uh, number five, rather, Arkham Horror, down to Brass at number 18. That's the same as the gap between number five and number four. At number three, for the second week in a row, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 24,683, 545 more than Hell, a decline of 5%. So it just edged out Hell to stay in the top three, making it the 10th consecutive week that Gloomhaven has spent in the top three. But at just under 25,000 views, that is the fewest views Gloomhaven has had in a week since November 30th, almost six months ago, which was right before Frosthaven was announced. Debuting, our third debut, at number two, Tiny Epic Pirates, by Scott Alms, published by Gamelin Games, with 26,497, 1,800 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 435%. That's because it was announced on Tuesday. This is the ninth game in the Tiny Epic line. The Kickstarter blurb says it, quote, features a unique rondelle system, ship minis, and language-independent play, unquote. The Kickstarter is up over a half million dollars, and because it posted on Tuesday, the game page was posted on Tuesday, and it was immediately number one in the hotness for Tuesday, Rather than Wednesday, when I collect data, that skimmed off about 5,000 views from the top. So it would, should have, it would have had maybe as much as 5,000 more. So it probably missed out on number one this week because of just when it was posted. But instead, our number one is our fourth debut, Small World of Warcraft by Philippe Kiarts, published by Days of Wonder with 27,297. 800 more than Tiny Epic Pirates. Small World of Warcraft is not a before-and-after Wheel of Fortune puzzle, but rather a re-implementation of Small World, released in 2009 and currently ranked number 234 on Board Game Geek, and set in the fantasy world of Azeroth, which was is the setting for the Warcraft series of video games. This is the seventh consecutive week that we have had a different game at number one. The last time we had a run like that of seven weeks in a row was in August, ended rather, in August of 2019, and was finished off by Tapestry, which went on to run for nine weeks at the top. I don't think Small World of Warcraft is going to do that. However, 27,297 is the fewest views for a number one, since March of 2016, which is not the first time I've made that comparison. That week, March of 2016, the number one had less than 20,000. So anytime we have a low total for a number one, it's going to sort of reset that low bar. The last time we reset that bar was on February 8th, uh, one of the times Gloomhaven was number one. That week it was 27,606. So it is fewer than that, you know, but only by like 309. For Saturday, May 23rd, 2020, 